Young Leaders in the Workplace podcast. Today, uh, our topic is characteristics of a successful leader, motivation of self and followers, and handling problems. We'd like to welcome our guest, Mr. Tyler Parkin of Parkin Landscape and Hardscape. Thank you for joining us. How are y'all doing today? Couldn't be better. Glad to have you. Glad to be here. So why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and the company you've been running? So our company or my company, my company based in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, um, where, you know, three years old, we're going into our third season now, uh, growing immensely. I, I mean, I can't, can't even uh, wrap my head around how fast we've been growing. Um, you know, we we do a lot of commercial maintenance, a lot of mowing, um, overgrown vegetation. We're starting to get into more hardscaping, more patio designs. Uh, we do a lot of fencing. Um, basically, anything outdoor, I'll, uh, I'll throw my hat in the ring and give it a go. So it sounds like your leadership has been quite successful for you. How would you describe your leadership style? I would say my leadership style is um, one of an Olympic gold medals in a blue collar industry where you rely on labor. It's it's super crucial that the leader in charge is is really, truly a leader and does a good leadership because if you don't have that it's it's a trickle effect and it, it runs throughout the whole company couldn't agree more so would you consider yourself a good leader and what qualities do you think every leader should possess i i i, I don't want to toot my own horn i i go i'm a numbers guy and um you know we've been quadrupling our numbers every year since the beginning so i i like to think i'm a great leader um you know i I like to i like to think a lot of that's due to leadership the growth the the big growth um you know i i obviously have i i've learned a lot through being a leader and um you know it's 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 a weird feeling having a couple guys underneath you and uh you know they're looking up to you every day looking for the task and you know you got to make sure you're professional and you know everything you you get it's it's you got to definitely switch your whole lifestyle to uh to obtain great leadership so motivation can be a problem sometimes do you find it hard to motivate your employees and what tactics do you use to motivate them again motivation is just like that that leadership i was just saying it's it's a trickle effect uh if i come into the shop and you know i got i got three full-time employees right now and they look at me and they see i'm you know very drowsy and you know very unmotivated that's going to be a trickle effect my guys are going to be unmotivated they're not going to be uh, perked up hundred percent, ready to go. So for the motivation, I, I try just to, you know, I wake up every morning, I try to get into a routine and, you know, I found the more prepared you are, 
the more motivated you become. And then the third thing that come with that is confidence. And those three things right there, preparation, motivation, and confidence. I mean, those three things are the keys to success, in my opinion. So you're more of a lead by example kind of guy. Uh, in the blue collar industry, it's all about lead by example. It's it, it, I think it's a hundred percent lead by example. So if uh, your followers are relying on your motivation as uh, yourself, what do you do to motivate yourself to be able to lead these people? So, I mean, it's super corny, but I mean, I, I, I'm old school. I go, I go to the, I got, I got, I like to call them role models. Um, you know, right now I'm big on this guy, Kurt Angle, uh, Olympic gold medalist, won the Olympics, the 1996 Olympics, uh, with a broken neck. Um, you know, I, 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 I read stories about that. Mike Tyson, um, he's a big, uh, motivation. I, I, I listen to a lot of motivational people, Andy Frisella. He has something called uh, 10 hard where it's a hundred days of doing this routine and it, it's tough. I mean, but you, you gotta, you gotta iron sharpens iron. You gotta, you gotta listen to like-minded people that, you know, have the same goals and that have been on the same path as you. Love to hear it. So at times, uh, it can be hard to see eye to eye with certain people. Do you ever have disagreements with your employees and how do you like to handle those disagreements? All day, all the time. You're never, I mean, every single human being is wired different. We've all come from different backgrounds, different uh, religions, culturals, uh, cultures. So obviously it's only normal for people to see eye to eye and that's okay. That, that's actually uh, how things get done is when people see eye to eye, because that's when, you know, you can figure it out, brainstorm and see which way works, which way doesn't. Now, obviously, there's always a right and a wrong way. And that comes, you know, obviously, for someone with more experience wins the battle. But, you know, I, I'm a very open minded person. I always listen to what everybody has to say. Um, you know, you can't be closed minded. You can't, you can't always be, because even as the owner, my way sometimes isn't the right way. There's sometimes my guys say, Hey, Tyler, this way, I think is going to be a little quicker. And you know what, that we do it. And sometimes it is. And, you know, I, you gotta, it's a give and take uh, atmosphere per se. Keeping an open mind can help with that. I'm sure. Can you tell me oh, about when you solved the problem for your employees that they weren't able to solve on their own? I mean, in what aspect? Life or in the field? Uh, either. I mean, there's always times where we actually just recently, we just hired a new guy, um, you know, in the field. He comes from carpentry uh indoor carpentry so landscaping was a whole new world for him he didn't even know what pruners were and that's our most basic used everyday tool you know i i gotta i I had to basically dumb everything down for him and the way i look at it is if a fourth grader can't understand it 
my guys aren't going to be able to understand it. And not saying they're, they're not smart people. You just have to make sure everything is very clear, organized and thoroughly written out. Um, so, you know, my guys can succeed so they can, they can get their job done so they can learn, uh, you know, and again, with the life, how I help them with life, um, you know, just being on time, showing up every day, 7 a.m. to to the workshop is is a life skill in itself. It, it teaches uh, it, it teaches you, you know, you, you can't just do whatever you want. You know, you, you got responsibilities and X, Y and Z. And, you know, I, I we have a rule. You got to tuck your shirt in when on the job site, you know, so we try to teach a little professionalism you know, that where they could take that outside the work field. Sounds like your team has a leader with a good head on his shoulders. What would you say is the most rewarding part about being a leader? And I like to think a nice set of hair too. Uh, um, the most rewarding part, uh, to be honest, I don't even think, I don't even think I experienced the most rewarding part yet. I mean, the whole journey is rewarding. Uh, you know, just from just seeing how far you come and every month, you know, I like to look back on how far we've came, you know, it's just rewarded when you can walk off a client's property with a smile on their face and a check in your hand. I like how you said uh, journey because being a leader really doesn't ever stop growing or anything always working towards being a better person, a better leader for your employees and for yourself. Always learning. So you're pretty young for a leader. Uh, are potential employees hesitant to work for someone as young as you? Absolutely. It's something, uh, something I, I deal with all the time. Um, you know, I, I actually have to pay a little more than the average landscape owner just because, you know, we're starting out. We're not, you know, I guess as established as a, a 30 year old company. So for somebody that has three kids, um, a mortgage, uh, a car bill, and they have a 25 year old telling them, let's go cut lawns, you know, you gotta, you gotta make that sound real enticing and you gotta, you gotta be real persuasive with that. And sometimes, you know, money talks and, uh, those kind of situations. Very nice, very nice. I'm going to hand you off to my co-host now. Hey, hello. Awesome. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Okay. Is there a leader or a person around you that you look up to and why? Honestly, I, yeah, as crazy it is, it is. No, not, not physically in form. Um, like I was telling Anthony, I graduated from the University of Alabama and moved to Philadelphia, which was totally new for me. I knew absolutely no one. So I had to go deep. Actually, it, it worked out. We're in 2022 and I had social media where I could quickly access motivational speakers like um, uh, Kurt Angle, uh, Andy Frisella, um, I mean, even Gary Vanderchuk, those are just some that, you know, those are some of the people I listen to every day that motivate me. 
And do you have any advice for new leaders to efficiently lead their followers? Um, just work hard, work very, 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 very hard and hard work will always win. And how do you make new employees feel included and supported? Um, so this is a, yeah, that's a good question. So a lot of landscape owners, what they do is, you know, they'll drop a crew off and they'll leave for the day. They'll, you know, they'll go about their own day. You know, unfortunately, I'm not at that point yet. Or quite honestly, I don't think I'd ever want to be at that point. I'm with my employees every day doing the same task that, you know, I'm asking them, you know, sometimes we're in flower beds weeding, um, doing very mundane tasks like that. Or some days, you know, we're laying pavers very, you know, intricately. Um, so, you know, just keeping them involved with, you know, it, it's easy when I'm doing the same things right next to them. You know, it's easy to tell somebody to go pick up dog poop when I'm doing it with them, you know? Yeah. So do you have like uh, any like strategy you use when delegating tasks? So we do have a little bit of a hierarchy in our system. Uh, you know, me as the owner, um, I got a foreman who's below me. And then we have two groundsmen, we call them laborers. So when we delegate tasks, when I'm on site, all tasks are delegated through me. Uh, when I'm not there, everybody, you know, knows the system that the second in command, he's in charge, all delegation will be going through him. Um, and, you know, so, so far, you know, as a four man operation, um, we haven't had too much issues with, with delegation and, uh, and, and stuff like that. Okay. And can you tell me about a time when you had to maybe meet like a tight deadline and how did you ensure that everyone completed their work on time? So like I said before, we, uh, we do a lot of commercial work, which is tight deadlines. Um, you know, that goes with, with the leadership and being an owner, you gotta, and being a professional, you know, I, I look at a job and in my head, I got to kind of know exactly how many guys it's going to take, how long it's going to take, um, you know, includes all travel time. God forbid we get a flat traffic. So a lot of that's very calculated before my guys even step foot on a job. I already went through and calculated basically X amount of hours, how many, how long it's going to take, how many guys, how much material, um, what equipment's going to be needed. So a lot of that's already pre-thought of and already ready for my guys just to grab and go. Okay. And how would you measure your own performance as a leader? <sighs> That's that's a tough part because it's it's hard to measure your own success uh, or even your own non-success. Um, you know, it, I, again, I'm a numbers guy. The only really thing I look at is numbers. If I see numbers going up, you know, I'm obviously doing something right. So I, I try to stick to that and add on to that. Uh, if I don't see the numbers 
where I want them to be, you know, then I would adjust accordingly. Um, and you know, numbers don't ever lie. Uh, your, your numbers are going to be your everything. It's your lifeline. It's your heartbeat. So you have to make sure your numbers are a hundred percent correct. And whether that is having your own office staff or you hire a financial firm to do that, you have to have correct numbers or you will never know where you're at. Okay. And is there a certain form of communication that you prefer when you want your employees to reach out to you about problems? Um, yeah, when, when, when problems arise, they know. All my employees know that you, you just, just say it there. Never bottle up problems. Um, when problems arise anywhere, you always just want to quickly resolve them and come up with a solution. Um, only way problems become larger problems is when they're, you know, 99% of the time delayed. Uh, so, you know, I tell my guys all the time when, when there's a problem, you know, let's just bring it to the surface ASAP and, you know, it can be everybody's problem and let's just get a, let's get a solution. Oh, that was kind of cool. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm going to hand it over to our other co-host right now. Okay. Nice speaking with you. Hi. So I'm going to ask you the last few questions. So okay. um, at first, uh, if you were to make any changes in your uh, style of leadership, then uh, what it would be and why? If I was to make any changes in my style, um, I think it'd be a little more, I, I think I could be a little more professional. Um, you know, there's, you, you know, sometimes I find myself, you know, out of uniform sometimes, or, you know, sometimes I'm not doing things super professional as much as they can. So, you know, professionalism goes a long way. Uh, you know, a lot of a lot of clients, the first thing they're going to see is how professional you are, how you talk. So, you know, if I can step up my professionalism a little bit, I think that's one thing I would change. Then could you tell me about a time when you demonstrated like a leadership skills like anyone? Um, yeah, so I'll just go I'll just go till today. Today's job. Uh you know, a good part of leadership skills. We got to a job, um, you know, we were installing some plants and my guys, they never installed these plants before. They had no idea what it was. So I I had to take the reins. I had to, you know, bring all three guys over, explain, you know, what plant it was, you know, how, how it grows, the best spot to plant it, um, how to plant it, you know, where the best sunlight's going to get it. So you know, just simple leadership stuff like that, you know, it goes a real long way. And if you show it right the first time, you're not going to have to show them again. Awesome. Then do you think you are able to delegate responsibilities efficiently? I think I, uh, I think I do pretty efficiently. Like I said, I like everything to be ASAP. Um, you know, if a problem arises, I like to deal with it right then and there. As soon as we get to a job site, you know, everything's already pre thought of written out how we're going to do it. 
So as soon as actually when we're on the way to the job, you know, I'm already going over how we're going to do things, how we're going to, you know, uh, demobilize and get things rolling. Got it. Then uh, could you tell me a typical day as a leader? Uh, I guess a typical day. I mean, I wake up every day, 5 a.m., go to the gym, think about the day. Uh, go home, make breakfast, get the truck running, get it warmed up, go to the shop, get the guys going, load up, go to the job, basically get the job done, go home, start working on the next day, talk to any clients that I need to talk to, do any estimates I need to do, do any running around, eat dinner, um, and I like to wrap things up around 8 p.m. being in bed. Got it. Then um, what role do you think your followers should play? I think they should just play their own role. I think everybody plays, you know, everybody has their own role in life. Um, you know, don't follow anybody else's path. You know, I, you could obviously take certain bits and pieces of how people did things, but Everybody should do their own thing. Um, you know, everybody should just really find something they really enjoy doing and makes them happy and work really hard at that. And whether it takes a week or 10 years to achieve what they're achieving, um, once they achieve it, it, it's priceless. That's true. Um, then could you tell me about a time when you and your followers strive for one goal? Um, I guess every day, I mean, we strive for one goal, uh, is, is, is to get home ASAP and make the client happy, uh, and get paid. Um, that's true. I mean, besides that, you know, that's, that's the numero uno goal. Hmm. Okay. Then what, well, uh, last question. So what, what is the proudest thing you have ever done as a leader? Uh, probably just put a client, a smile on a client's face. I mean, you know, that seeing that just signifies that you're doing something right and you're on the right path. And, you know, if I could see that every day, it, it, it keeps me waking up every day. Okay. So I think that's all we want to ask today. Uh, do you guys have any other questions? No, I think that's fine. Tyler seems like a pretty busy guy. I'm sure he wants to get his day going. Well, thanks for coming. It was a pleasure having you. Yeah, pleasure talking to you all. Yeah, thank you. Uh, thank you thank for you. your time. Oh. Right, have a great night, everybody. Oh, yeah.